Learning doesn't always have to be dry, dull, and boring. It can be a lot of fun. Talking to you from Pinnacle, I'm Rob Lawrence, and this is EMS One Stop. Welcome back to another edition of EMS One Stop, and uh, today I have two very special guests with me, and one of them is the boss, uh, ed editorial director of EMS One, Alexa Paul, Greg Freeze. So if I screw this up, I'm not going on air. Uh, also, my my other guest and uh, the person I want to talk to first is the founding partner of uh, Fitch and Associates, Jay Fitch, and uh, so we're here at Pinnacle. So welcome to your conference, Jay. Well, thank you, Rob. It's a delight to be with you. So Pinnacle is back. This is probably the first or second, uh, and I say the first because we, we were down at Eagles earlier on, the second time the sort of nation's leaders have got together, you know, I, I would say post-COVID, but mid-COVID. Um, so how has it been for you, first of all? You know, I think we had great trepidation coming into the week, and people have worn masks, they've done social distancing, and I think we've, we've demonstrated uh, that we think we can we can have a safe conference uh, with even with the Delta variant where everybody's anxious about where the where it's going to go and I think that uh, yeah I mean folk have been um, keeping their distance uh, some folk have been masked some folk have haven't been masked but obviously it's been a one of those sort of choice things but first of all the question is tell us all about Pinnacle uh, how long it's been running and you know what do you seek to achieve through the conference well, this is our 15th Pinnacle, and we really wanted to create a, an opportunity for people of different patches to come together and talk about the issues of the day and about the future. Pinnacle really is a, a leadership conference, and it's about how you lead in the current situation and beyond. This is actually, I think, my 10th Pinnacle. You've been going for... 15 years, and I've only been in the country 13, so I'm doing doing really, really well. Um, what I find about Pinnacle, and let me tell you what I think of your conference, Jay, is that it's one of those times where all of the thought leaders are in one place in the country. Um, some of them are on stage, but most of them are actually in the audience. And the ability to network, the ability to listen to, you know, some people say that, you know, a, a problem shared is a buck past, right? But uh, I think we're all getting a chance to to experience each other's issues and also to come up potentially with some solutions. Is that how you see it? Well, as we've really always said at Pinnacle, you will gain more from the interactions with people, you know, after the sessions potentially than, you know, the, the sessions themselves. And we, we really encourage faculty and, and participants to share ideas and to, to really have that that interaction that, that makes it special. So, Greg Freeze, uh, you uh, are, are a veteran of these conferences too. So, uh, you know, what would you say, not so much the takeaways from the speakers, but, in, you know, what have you personally taken away over the years from this particular conference? Uh, thanks, Rob, for having me on the EMS One Stop. I usually listen to this at 1.5 times speed. So it's well, we can talk a little bit faster if you want to, and then you can respond as quickly as you can. Yeah, it was jolting for the slow talk. Uh, so for through the years, I think what's been helpful to me is just to better understand both the challenges and opportunities that EMS leaders are facing, and then to get a sense of uh, 
you know, there's similarities, you know, an EMS director in Florida might be having the same problems as one in Washington, but at the same time, there might be a solution that a leaders uh, come up with in Colorado that somebody in Maine hasn't heard about yet. And Pinnacle is a place where uh, leaders can both share uh, the, the problems they're having, but also the solutions they're developing and the things they're trying uh, to, to move their agency forward. So before we talk about some particular um, presentations that we've seen, one of the things that I think that stands you apart is, that, is the opening and closing keynote addresses because you make a point of finding people that have nothing to do with the, with the industry and of course they have some life lessons to pass on to us and we've had some, some inspiring people talk this week. So Jay, tell us who they were and you know, what their stories were. Really delighted to uh, have Jessica Cox open the conference. One of the things we try to do at Pinnacle is to model behavior that we think that leaders need to model. And that includes, you know, bringing women to the stage. It includes bringing uh, people of color to the stage. It involves uh, people who are differently abled. And Jessica Cox uh, stands above uh, when you think this is a woman who was born without arms and she is the only pilot certified by the FAA to fly an airplane with no arms. She's also a black belt. Uh, in Taekwondo, so don't mess with her. She's a scuba diver. That's right, she does. She is a scuba diver as well. Um, absolutely inspiring story. That, of, uh, and again, it's how she was coping with the adversity that life had literally delivered her into. I think there's some great takeaways, and it really is, inspires us into they know if you, you know, there's always a way. I think one of the things that we try to always open the conference with is someone who has had some unique experience that. Um, allows us to recognize that we, well, we think we have lots of problems, and we do, but there are other folks who have persevered and have overcome, and we can learn from them. Greg, you were in the opening keynote as well, and uh, like me, uh, hopefully you were inspired by what you heard. Yeah, I sure was, Rob. One of the things I heard from Jessica was, I can, that she identifies something that she aspires to, and then she says, I can do this, yeah. and then, the work begins of figuring out how to do it. And part of the trend report presentation that we did at Pinnacle was challenging leaders to, here's concerns that, uh, that people left, uh, there's something they wanted to say to their chief, a safety concern. And we challenged the leaders into the room to take those concerns and really answer a question like, what can you do this about this? And then I had them rephrase it into an I will statement. So if a staff member shares a concern about safety, for example, the EAP program and the disconnect between oftentimes between EAP and what providers need. And so as a leader, I will do this, that, or the other thing related to improving the EAP. And so I think the connection for me is taking Jessica's I can to a leader, I will for the people that I serve. And, and I'm sure we can put her, her book and her contact details in the show notes, which, of course, will be at uh, EMS1. I'm going to stay with you, Greg, because one of the great things that you do at conferences is, is, are those quick takes where you sit into a number of classes and you then quickly convert those into articles for our readers. So what have you been quick taking on this week? Uh, thanks, Rob. I wrote uh, about Jay's keynote this morning. Uh, Greg Thompson, who's the Metropolitan EMS director from Little Rock, Arkansas. He uh, facilitated discussion about staff retention ideas. So I did my best as uh, Greg and then people in the room shouted out sort of things they've done to try to retain staff. 
I thought there was a couple that really stood out to me. I'll share them here. One service is set up event tents at hospitals, complete with air conditioners. They cater in food. So when a crew finally gets off the wall, they can go to the tent, have a meal, sit down, cool off, write a report. Uh, another one that I thought was really intriguing is that at MEMS, uh, Greg, leading through example, he's kept a paramedic card. Much like me, I've kept a paramedic card, but uh, I haven't been on a rig in a long time. So Greg's volunteered to be the second on an ambulance uh, to, to keep the rigs on the road, but with the thought of like, I'm here to clean, I'm here to help lift, I'm here to help support the paramedic. And him leading by example that way has opened an opportunity for other people in sort of the office or the support roles that have kept a card like him but haven't kept up their skills to feel comfortable going into the field to be a helper without the pressure of being the lead paramedic. I thought that was a terrific idea. Actually, I, I had 10 years of that in a good way because Chip Decker at uh, Richmond would always say that uh, you will find me arriving on your scene. Let me know how I can help you. So he'll, and actually keeping him in the office chair was always a challenge because he wanted to be out on the street, which is a good thing. But when he showed up, everyone was comfortable with the, the leader showing up and then actually you know, using him as part of the team, not as the leader. Um, and, that, and that's pretty, pretty cool. So thank you for, the, for those, those quick takes. I didn't see a quick take on the shark tank, Greg. Did you, uh, did you have any thoughts on that? Uh, so you're referring to the session that you helped. Let me stop you there. What was the shark tank? <laughs> it was a wacky idea that we had uh, to put some people in the room, like Mike Tagman, Rob Lawrence, and uh, gosh, who else was with on the shark tank with you? We had Tom Judge, Tom and Judge. of course we had the great Dr. Ed Rock. And, and you know, it, to be on that panel, and with the idea being that we wanted people to come up and describe some innovative things and get the same kind of feedback that... Uh, you get on TV from Mr. Wonderful. Were you Mr. Wonderful? I was masquerading as Mr. Wonderful. I'm not ah. sure if I was that successful. <laughs> and it really had a, a great impact where people uh, presented some really unique ideas that were innovative and uh, had some awards, had a lot of fun. And so it, for us, that was one of those that where learning doesn't always have to be dry, dull, and boring. It can be a lot of fun. You've actually got one of those Biden flies on. Um, I think it's a uh, Mike Pence fly. Oh, it's, I think you've got one of those Mike Pence flies on you, Jay. Um, we, we may or may not edit that out. Go on, Greg. I, I was just wanted to follow up on what Jay said about having fun at Pinnacle. And right. one of my observations this year of maybe how it's been different is for a lot of the attendees, this is the first break they've had in almost two years. Yep. They're 100 miles or 1,000 miles or more from their desk, their crews, their office, and all the people that they report to. And I've seen, I think a lot of signs of just people using this as a chance to rest. And uh, I'm glad that the Pinnacle schedule has plenty of like downtime for people to not only maybe relax on their own, but just to have a light conversation with a colleague that it's not go, 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 because we know uh, this last 18 months or more has been nonstop for almost everybody here. You know, that's a good point, Greg. And part of what we try to do is create an environment. Uh, we always are in a kind of a contained resort-like environment where people do have that opportunity to just sit down and have a drink with somebody or invite somebody over um, for an hors d'oeuvre after the, the, the sessions of the day and say, hey, I saw you in that session. What do you think about this or that? 
But it is a, a time where you not only learn, but you do, we do want people to, to have that chance. To decompress is a good way mm -hmm. to put it, because as leaders, we're often you know, pretty tightly strung. We are. I just want to go back to the Shark Tank point. I wasn't fishing for compliments, Greg, by the way, but I wanted to bring out the point that one of the other key features of, of speaking here is that you know, the, the three people on the stage that are experts are actually outnumbered by the amount of experts in the audience. And so a lot of, a lot of presentations here start off with the key points being delivered. And then, of course, we get into chat, we get into work groups, we get into discussions, we get into answers. And I think your uh, summer camp experiences actually help people bring those answers out, as you as you noted this morning. But I do like that about this conference. Yeah, I sure do too, Rob. And one of the things I would hope that attendees are thinking about, like, how can I take not only like the specific lessons that a speaker gives me at Pinnacle, but also like the format. And you know, is there a way that, uh, for example, a leader could go back to their service? and start surfacing innovation ideas. And maybe it is through a, a game or an activity like the Shark Tank. I heard somebody, I guess it was again, Greg at, at MEMS talking about, he's created a web form that if somebody has a suggestion, they type it out and he gets an email immediately, uh, as well as other supervisors. And his goal is to reply that same day to that person, even if it's just to acknowledge, but to be thinking about like, how can I take not only, say, the lessons the speakers are sharing or the solutions I hear about, but also just the format? And just like we were discussing, like, you know, are there opportunities at your service for people to be at the station but to just, like, decompress or just to have a chat with a supervisor or a colleague without it having to be a chat about a run, a hospital, a uh, mayor, just to have some time together. I think that's a really important consideration. I've certainly been a proponent in the last 18 months that, you know, your leadership ability has had to out, you know, has to, had to trump your management ability because it's about being there in the trenches with the troops, uh, you know, enduring what they're enduring in order to really, you know, keep the organization together. And I think that's a fair point. Um, as we drill down into you know some of the speakers and some of the presentations, uh, I'm going to ask each of you to sort of pick out, maybe not pick your favourite, but pick something that's impacted you over the last uh, the last three days. And if you don't mind, I'll go first in case you've thought of the same person. Um, but we had a session from the inimitable uh, Brian Bledsoe, uh, who stood up on the stage and uh, talked to, and, and just to sort of set the scene, a long while ago, uh, Brian and Jim Page came up with an EMS Myths series where they talked about some of the things that uh, perhaps would raise an eyebrow elsewhere. And so Brian came back and, and, and talked about that in the, in the, uh, in the session. Um, we talked about you know, the need for uh, you know, too many paramedics. And of course, as Zavad, the, the great Lord Zavadsky will tell us, you know, we, we don't have a shortage of paramedics, we have a paramedic maldistribution. And I think uh, Dr. Bledsoe kind of made the point that you know, we may maybe have too many of those. And some, some other interesting and contentious issues came up from that, uh, which I'm going to write about in EMS 1, so I won't go on because you'll have to read it later. But, you know, Jay, you've listened to most of it. What, what was the standout? You know, I, we've talked a little bit about the keynote, but for me that's still the, mem the memorable opportunity of our session. You know, I just was so thrilled yep. that the way Jessica brought the audience to our, our theme which was, you know, we can make this work. And I think everybody walked away with, you know, there's not anybody in the audience that didn't walk into that session going, oh gosh, you know, we've got so much on us. And when you 
watched her and heard her and the yes I can um, that was to me powerful how about you Greg uh, so yesterday there was a panel about uh, quality assurance and one of the panelists was Brooke Burton uh, she's part of uh, Falk Ambulance and uh, what I really liked about Brooke's presentation was there's two things she was remote so she wasn't able to travel here but she uh, was available through zoom and uh, she gave us some ways to think about making our data more approachable and applicable with just filtering. And you know, every EMS agency is in a wash in data. And very quickly, uh, Brooke using, I believe it was uh, patients that received a 12 lead after a chest pain complaint, showed us how she could filter that data along some simple parameters to see some different things that the uh, filters being more revelatory than the aggregate information. And I hope we can have uh, Brooke back live in person at a future pinnacle. So if you're listening, Brooke, we want you back live and in person. But actually, there's a note about the technology side of it there, because, of course, I think the, the last you know 18 months of getting Zoom right and getting that kind of remote communication right, I think, Joe, I have to say, where we've remoted people in, and I'm thinking about we've had John Washko join us for a couple of sessions from New York. We've actually had Freddie Lippert join us from Copenhagen, um, as if they're in the room. And I think technology is really, you know, we're not quite the sort of hybrid conference here, but actually those that have come in remotely, it's done very well for us. Well, I appreciate that. We had to really anticipate that. and But some of it was pretty much last minute when Freddie Lippert was actually at the airport on his way here, and they said, sorry, there's new rules, you can't go. And, you know, he called and we said, Let, let's try to figure it out. Let's work it out. And so uh, people have been very gracious with their time, whether it's live or remote. And uh, I think that's part of what made Pinnacle special this year. Having just traveled transatlantically last week, I feel for Freddie because it was touch and go just getting the right dates on your COVID certificate to get through airport security. So, uh, Freddie, you know, my sympathy with you. But just hang on a second because if you, uh, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, on Amazon Music, on Stitcher, and on Spotify. If you're enjoying the show, please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts and, of course, leave a comment in the comment section at ems1.com. So, Greg, uh, what's coming up next for you? I know you've got a few webinars planned, particularly around the survey. Uh, we will continue to be sharing out results of the EMS trend report, uh, some areas that we're continuing to look to dig into around the private provider safety findings and then how people might use that information to improve safety at their agency. Before we go, um, obviously there were a number of key themes that are sort of stressing and bugging our industry at the moment, and, and those are, you know, around retention and staffing, are around EMS finance, um, you know, and, and are around just dealing with things like PPE and, and COVID. I mean, what sort of, uh, you know, things, what, what takeaways, Jay, do you think we can sort of, have you picked up on from, from this conference? Well, I think the real challenge is if we don't pay people a living wage, where they don't have to work three jobs. This is a profession that's a dead end. And I think the realization that we have to um, go to our municipal leaders in a different way and say, this is, this is reality. Uh, we're in a, in a situation now where I don't think we've ever seen the pressure that we're seeing with COVID, that COVID has caused uh, or at least exacerbated and I think that's going to be the real, the, the next years. And it, to the point of, uh, I actually uh, had a service leader and told him, you need to go talk to your county manager and take a set of key ambulance keys and put them on his desk. 
That's a top tip for everybody. And actually, I'm just going to quote the good Dr. Bledsoe, who said, you know, we, we're not going to fix this with tweezers. We're going to fix, have to fix it with a bulldozer. Um, Takeaways, not that, Greg. Uh, I think uh, Jay put it really well. I also think just the um, importance of being present as a leader, uh, whether it's like uh, Greg Thompson talked and trying to ride the truck or just being there, uh, you know, we heard a lot about crews facing increasing wall time uh, during this Delta variant, and just being out and about, uh, hearing and seeing what your your staff are experiencing, and then trying to think about like, uh, I will next week, I will next month, or I will next year to make this better, uh, because you know we can't get lost in the like, this is so big and so terrible that we need a bulldozer. Uh, I agree with that sentiment, but that can be also overwhelming. So trying to pick out like what is something you can do next week to make things better. And maybe it is going to that supervisor with the keys. Uh, I guess I'd be worried that I would be also walking out of that office without a job. Uh, but sometimes dramatic times call for dramatic measures. Just count how many members are, there are on the Board of Supervisors, and actually, as long as you don't piss off more than the majority, you're okay, all right? So you've got to, you've got to count the votes. Um, I'm going to take us back before we end, just to the sort of open, just before the opening keynote, and uh, Jay, you're on stage, uh, everyone's working to a script, uh, Anthony is on stage, um, and then it all goes off scripts and all goes south according to the plan, because something happened to you, Jay, didn't it? So tell us what happened to you. Well, I was told to go sit down. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they, they uh, quite uh, surprisingly, um, the other founding partner, Christine Zoller, did a kind of a quick run through of the history of how we've, you know, it's always been a value of our firm to lift people up and to encourage people with education. So she kind of went through that litany and then announced that uh, they've secured funding to do an educational foundation and that that we're going to be bringing up over the next year. Uh, and, and then completely surprised me uh, with uh, some recognition and out of the shadows uh, walks my family. And uh, I, I was stunned that uh, they had gone through the effort to bring people from multiple states uh, all over the place uh, to create just a wonderful surprise for me. And, and we were talking offline, it's not very often you get them all in the same space. No, it's been over five years since we've all been, somebody's always been sick, somebody's always had a work obligation, right. and so for them all to be here, I was like, I, I, I couldn't, I broke up, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was, it was very special. It was a special moment, and obviously, where are we going to be able to read about the foundation? Is that already up somewhere, or? It's not. It's, it's still in the formation phase, and we're working through some of the mechanics of that, but we really hope to be able to provide some scholarships and to do some really innovative things that will encourage people um, to, to continue to develop uh, their leadership. Well, we'll have you back on the podcast, and I'm sure Greg's itching to write about that uh, a little bit later on. So, Greg, uh, how can we get hold of you if we want to talk to you? Uh, sure. Uh, before I do that, though, this morning Jay said in his keynote, the life you live is the legacy you leave, uh, which I think is a real tribute uh, to him that his not only his partners want to recognize him in that way with the foundation and then you see the joy that Jay got when his family came on stage and so the life you live is the legacy you leave uh, that's one of the things I'm bringing home from Pinnacle with me 
Uh, so thank you, Jay, for that. I really appreciate that. Uh, of course, uh, Rob, people can find me on Twitter, at GFreeze. Also can uh, send me an email, uh, GFreeze at LexPoll.com. Those are probably the two easiest ways to connect with me. Excellent, Jay. And uh, I'm sure we all know how to get hold of you, but how do we get hold of you? <laughs> it's, it's the letter J, Fitch, at Emprise.net. Uh, Find us on the website. I answer those emails. Excellent. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at UKRobL1, and the one is really important. And also, find me over on LinkedIn. If you get a chance to come to Pinnacle, please do, because it's, a, it's an intellectual, stimulating, professionally rewarding conference. Uh, I've been Rob Lawrence, and until next time, bye for now.